This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show, and we have a busy one this week. In moments, an update on one of our own longtime voice of the Medicine and Tigers, Bob Ridley, is now cancer-free and on the mend. Legendary voice of over 4,000 Medicine at Tiger games will give us an update. Landon Kosher had a great BC road trip with the Prince Albert Raiders. He's the WHL Player of the Week, and he'll stop by. Former Portland Winterhawk Jake Grecius is the WHL Canada West Graduate of the Month. He'll talk life after WHL hockey on the scholarship program. Much more in news and notes coming up as well. First up. Bob Ridley is back in WHL circles, feeling better after a bout with cancer. Dustin Forbes caught up with him in Medicine Hat. The living legend himself, Bob Ridley, retired from calling Tigers games after 51 seasons. First and foremost, my friend, how are you doing? Good, Forbesy, and I'm glad you brought up the fact that I'm still living. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's not the Memorial Broadcast Center yet. <laughs> not yet, no. No, it better not be for quite a while. But, uh, no, things are going good. Uh, trying to get used to retirement. So uh, don't wish that on anybody uh, too soon. you got to be prepared for it. And, uh, you know, mine came on a little quicker than what I expected because of being sick and all that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, the, the key is is that uh, I'm on the mend and, uh, health-wise, uh, things are looking pretty good. Good. I wanted to ask yeah. you about that, uh, of how the health uh, situation is, because I know you had some struggles last year, but doing yep. well. Well, I get uh, good news here. A couple of uh, days ago, uh, my six-month checkup uh, told me that I'm cancer-free, and uh, so that's all good. So we'll uh, carry on for another six months, and hopefully the result will be the same. Yeah. Then. And I, again, i got to thank those wonderful people in Lethbridge for uh, the radiation treatments and all that. They were just so fantastic over there at the hospital in Lethbridge. And uh, my uh, head doctor, uh, Dr. Blair St. Martin, who's former Tiger and, of course, the uh, father of uh, our current little Hunter St. Martin. And uh, uh, they were just terrific. And, uh, you know, without those people, not only for myself, but for so many uh, cancer patients here in southern Alberta, they do a terrific job. So hats off to them. And uh, I thank my lucky stars for those great people. Yeah, uh, glad to hear that uh, cancer-free. Uh, those are the two words that uh, are always the nicest thing to hear when someone's battling. Uh, you talk about retirement. What are you doing to keep your, your time busy? Because 51 years doing this job, we know how little time we have. Now you've got this <laughs> abundance of time. And that's probably the, the biggest problem. Uh, you've got all this time. What do you do? Well, I was doing a little limo driving and all that and, and so on, going to lots of hockey games and uh, hanging out with friends, drinking a lot of all kinds of coffee and everything else. So that's basically what I've been kind of filling my time with. But uh, uh, next year, I'm going to have to find uh, something else. Uh, maybe take up knitting or, or, or whatever, you know, just to, just to kill the clock a little bit. But uh, no, that's uh, for anyone that's thinking on retirement, think twice. Make sure you've got uh, something else to fall back, back on to keep yourself busy and so on. And I know that's uh, not always possible for people, but uh, if you can, look at doing that. Yeah, I know people like us are such busy bodies, and you, yeah. you go through the hockey season year to year, and it's always so busy. 51 years on the mic with the Medicine Hat Tigers. Did it feel like 51 years? No. 
No, I enjoyed it so much, Justin, and I know you do too. It, it's a it's a great job, but uh, not everybody's suited for it because it's so time consuming, uh, day after day after day, uh, weekends and everything else. Uh, you don't have a lot of time to yourself, and of course, uh, being involved with the radio as well, both radio and television here in Medicine for all that time, it was just such a busy time. And driving the bus, which I did as well, so that was a, another corner of my uh, clock that I ate up a lot of time too. So I think that's uh, probably the reason why it has been difficult to back away from it because we were so busy and I was so busy for so long. But, uh, you know, it's some adjustment that you've got to make. I know uh, this is my ninth year and it's flying flying by. It doesn't feel like it's year nine, so I can't imagine how quickly 51 went by. But uh, And this is a loaded question because you're talking about 51 years, but now as you reflect back on your career as the voice of Medicine Hat Tigers hockey, what are the highlights? for you uh, when you think back to all those years? You know, Dustin, uh, you can write a book about it, and you could spend uh, four or five hours talking about highlights, but uh, uh, I know there's plays and everything else, and there's series and everything else, but probably one of the highlights is the people that have met along the road. So many wonderful people, broadcasters such as yourself, and uh, Ron Robinson, Ed Chanel, and all the people that uh, made this league tick for so long. Some great NHL people. I uh, had a chance to interview Bobby Orr once and uh, Gordy Howe once. That's how old I am. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that type of thing. And uh, those are the highlights because it's the people that you meet along the road and so many other people do. So many ex-Tigers like the Tom Isaac, uh, Lanny McDonald, Murray Craven, and, and uh, the, some of the younger ones even. Uh, they're, they're people that will I'll always remember for sure. I, I know you, uh, well, I've known you for nine years, and I, I know that you're such a humble guy. Uh, but when you got the outpouring of support uh, last year from so many people around the hockey world and the Western Hockey League and then having the, the award named after you, the Media Excellence Award of the WHL, what was that like for a humble guy that didn't really like the spotlight? Uh, that's a load of, a load of question. Uh, you know, you don't expect that type of thing, and when it does happen, it's marvelous. It, it, it's great to think that maybe you have had an impact on some people and have put a smile on, on the face of a lot of people, and uh, uh, that's why it's so such a wonderful thing. You don't expect it, but when it does happen, you better uh, uh, you know, really appreciate it. And I certainly do. All the outpouring of, like, I had about 700 uh, emails uh, from uh, ex-players and ex-people uh, uh, that were involved with the Western Hockey League over the years from other teams and so on, wishing me well, and not only my, my retirement, but uh, the healing process of uh, coming back from cancer and so on. So, like, uh, that's Unbelievable, you know, yeah. really it was. No words, I imagine. Yeah, no uh, words. Yeah. Last one you mentioned a, a couple minutes ago, a book. Has that ever oh. crossed your mind to oh. put a book together? Well, everybody is after me about it. That's why I don't try to mingle with too many people around here <laughs> because everybody is, uh, you know, after me to, to, to write a, you know, uh, a story about uh, my experiences and so on. And, and I'm kind of putting that together. I'm kind of piecing it together and so on. i got to find somebody to help me. I've never written a book before. I've uh, written a lot of stuff, but uh, not a book. So uh, that is... Uh, 
uh, being forced upon me by a lot of people in this town and, and around the Western Hockey League. So uh, I, I, I've got to start it. I can tell you you'll have at least one purchase, and it'll be me. Uh, I'll give you one. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Heard it here first. Uh, yeah, that'll fill your time next winter. There you go. <laughs> yeah, will more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, uh, really great to hear that you're doing well, you're cancer-free, and that uh, I know you're bored, but still getting out and enjoying the hockey game and, and the WHL. Appreciate your time. Well, visiting people like you kind of uh, throws that boredom out the window for at least uh, five or ten minutes. So thank you so much. You're listening to the WHL This Week, Radio Edition. To our Canada West Hockey Spotlight now, where the WHL Graduate of the Month for January is former Portland Winterhawks forward Jake Grecious, now with the powerhouse University of Calgary Dinos. We've been having a really good year. I think we started the year 3-3, three and three, and then we've just been on a roll ever since. Um, so, I mean, obviously it's, it's easy to play good on a winning team, and I think everyone's kind of buying in and chipping in, and it makes it a lot easier. And then obviously playing with a guy like Stotts, uh, we've been playing really well together and been able to find each other all over the ice this year. So I think that's been helping a lot. And obviously we have a really good group of guys. We have a really good decor. Our goaltending is outstanding and our forward group is really deep. So it kind of makes it easy whenever you have a really good team. 12 points in six games during the month. Grecious in conversation with Chris Wall of the WHL and talked about the record-setting run the Dinos have been on. Pretty crazy. I mean, if you told me at the start of the year that we were going to win but however many it's been, 19 in a row, I don't know if I would have believed you, but everyone's just bought in. And I mean, we started with five and then we just kind of all bought in and we didn't ever think we were going to lose. So, I mean, going into every weekend, we've kind of had the mentality that uh, like winning is everything and anything less we won't really accept. And then to write it up, like to be able to beat the record for the Crow Child Classic playing in front of the entire school, like that was pretty special. And Everyone really enjoyed that, and it was a really good game. So, yeah, honestly, couldn't have wrote it up any better. Grecious, originally from Colorado, says the Winterhawks connection drew him to the U of C. I kind of got reached out to by my old teammates, Matthew Quigley and Brennan DeYoung, and they kind of helped recruit me here, and that's actually who I live with right now is both of them. So, obviously, that made the transition to Calgary a lot easier, and all the boys have been really good, and everyone was super welcoming. So, yeah, it's, it's really given me a home up here, and I stayed last summer, so I I love it a lot, and it's been a lot of fun. Well, he hasn't closed the book on pro hockey as he uses his WHL education scholarship. It's really awesome to see guys coming out of Canada West and having success in pro. Um, I think there's a few other guys I know, like a guy like Matt Alfaro, who used to play here. He's up playing pro, and even uh, our captain last year, he's in the coast playing pro. For any of the guys to make it out of here and go play anywhere, whether it's in Europe or North America, it's really cool to see. And I mean, I think everyone's goal coming out of here is either to get a really good job or go keep the dream alive and keep playing pro somewhere. So it definitely helps make the dream seem in reach, I guess you could say, that it's not too far away. Like you didn't just come to school and then you can't play hockey anymore after. So it's really cool to see for sure. Congratulations to Jake Grecious, the WHL Canada West graduate for the month of January. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. A former Lethbridge Hurricane made headlines this past week. Right circle moving in, shoots, scores! How do you like me now, Dylan Cousins? 
Yeah, Dylan Cousins, who starred with the Lethbridge Hurricanes, has signed a long-term extension with the NHL's Buffalo Sabres. The seven-year deal is worth over $49 million. Cousins from Whitehorse in the Yukon played with the Lethbridge Hurricanes from 2017 to 2020 and also represented Canada at the World Juniors. This is now his third season with the Sabres. This year, 43 points in 49 games. The Seattle Thunderbirds have added yet another weapon. Forward Dylan Gunther is now on the active roster. Uh, extra defense, and they score! And it's put home Gunther from the slot. What a shot! Gunther, the roof job over the glove of Thompson. Hello! Gunther was reassigned to Seattle by the NHL's Arizona Coyotes. The 19-year-old recorded 15 points in 33 games, six goals and nine assists this season. Gunther joins the Thunderbirds, having spent his entire WHL career with the Edmonton Oil Kings. He helped his hometown club win a WHL title in 2022. His rights were acquired by Seattle at the trade deadline on January 10th. Six conditional WHL prospect draft picks were included in the transaction with Edmonton. A first-round selection in 2026, a second-round pick in 23, fourth-round picks in 2025 and 2026, a fifth-round selection in 2026, and a sixth-round pick in 2024. He becomes now the 10th NHL prospect on Seattle's roster. Former Kamloops Blazers defenseman Nolan Baumgartner was honored this past weekend as part of the American Hockey League's Hall of Fame class of 2022. He played nearly 900 games in the AHL. He's now an assistant coach with the Manitoba Moose. It started in Kamloops in the mid-90s, where Baumgartner was part of two WHL championship teams and two Memorial Cup titles in a very workmanlike approach. I mean, that's how you go about your business. You just go and uh, you play as hard as you can and and you just try to, you know, I mean, you just go out and play to win. And, and uh, really, I mean, uh, that's what we did with uh, in Kamloops, and that's how we were taught there. Uh, my coaches, obviously, were Don Hay and, and uh, Ed Dempsey for my last year as heads. And, uh, you know, they instilled that winning effort in us, and, and that's what we just tried to do. I think it was a big thing. The way our teams were set up and the guys we had, we were all like that. It was about putting our hard hats on and coming to work every day and, and getting things done and, and uh, you know, we had great teams and we were fortunate enough to win a couple uh, Memorial Cups there, which uh, my time, my four years spent there, I'll never forget. Congratulations to Nolan Baumgartner on his AHL Hall of Fame enshrinement. The Orange Jersey Project continues across the WHL this month of February. WHL clubs wearing orange jerseys in warm-up this month to bring awareness to truth and reconciliation. Phyllis Webstad is the Orange Shirt Society founder, a movement that has now gone around the world. On behalf of the Orange Shirt Society, we are pleased to be partnered with the Western Hockey League to commemorate the legacy of the Indian residential school system and to honor the healing journey of survivors and their families and to remember those that never made it home. We commend the WHL's commitment to the ongoing process of reconciliation and encourage you to join us as we continue the conversation. For more info, visit orangejerseyproject.ca. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. 
Prince Albert Raiders defenseman Landon Kozier helped his team to three wins on their recent BC road trip for the Raiders. Eight points in four games to pick up the award. Voice of the Raiders, Rob Mann, has more. The reigning Western Hockey League Player of the Week, Landon Kozier, joins us now. And Landon, looking back on that trip through BC where you put up all those points, how did you feel about your performance? Yeah, it felt good. Uh, it's always nice to get those personal awards for sure. But, I mean, as a team, we did great as well. So that definitely uh, helped me out when the, all the boys were going during the weekend. And, yeah, we, we had a great road trip as a team. You touched on it there. Really good trip as a team, a 3-2 and two record, and the two losses felt like winnable games from where I sat in the press box. How did you evaluate the trip for your whole group? Yeah, I think it went about as well as we could have hoped for. You know, uh, got the first three wins, and then even though we lost the last two games, I thought both were great efforts, and we uh, definitely could have won both. So, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a great trip for our team. Starting out that trip with the victory over Prince George, how important was it for the group to start out that trip on a good note? Yeah, it was good, you know, just to give us some confidence. And I think we already were coming in pretty high, uh, having beaten Saskatoon in our last game. So it's nice to just keep that belief going and, uh, yeah, start the road trip great. As far as your own personal experience on the road goes, you'd be one of the more experienced Raiders on that front. But last season, nobody in the Western Hockey League made a road trip quite that long. How many adjustments did you find yourself making as time went on to get used to life on the road? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, you know, I've, I'm 20 years old. And this was my first time in BC. So uh, I was just like the rookies. You know, I've never seen those rinks and I didn't know where to go to warm up or anything. So it was, it was weird. We were all kind of learning together. Was that your first time in BC as a province as a whole, by the way? Uh, no, I've, we've, uh, as a family, we've gone in vacation in Kelowna a couple times. Pretty nice spot. So, yeah, I've been there twice, but that, that's the only place. Gorgeous province, and as you mentioned, the hockey was pretty good to you, too. When you look back on the games that you personally played, was there one of those five that stands out to you as your personal best work? Uh, probably Victoria. You know, I uh, thought it was a good game. We won 6-3, and I think I, just, just all the bounces were going my way. And, you know, Keaton gave me a nice pass there on that shorthanded goal, so that definitely helped uh, get my confidence going high at the start of the game. There's a bit of a duel going on right now at the top of the Western Hockey League scoring charts for defensemen between you and Olin Zellweger. What was it like to play against him when the team went to Kamloops? Yeah, it was nice. You know, he's, he's really good. It's, it's always nice to just even hear your name in the same sentence as his because he's, he's a really good player and he was, he was definitely fun to play against. Then there's Kamloops as an entire team. You know, they're hosting the Memorial Cup. What kind of a challenge were they like for you guys? Yeah, they were really good. You know, uh, it was a great crowd there too. The building was buzzing, so that was that was probably one of the most fun games. Uh, even though we didn't win, it was just fun to be in that atmosphere and play against such a great team. So the playoff push has been in full swing for the Raiders for a while, and it's had to be. You've got some ground to make up in order to get to the playoffs. Looking back on that BC trip, how well do you think that moved the team forward in the playoff push? Yeah, it definitely helps. You know, to win three out of the five there, uh, have over 500 record, that helps as far as the points. And uh, yeah, it just gave us some confidence. You know, and coming back, we got Swift Current this weekend, and that's a team that we're uh, chasing. So it's a pretty big weekend coming up. And one more thing, you mentioned confidence just there for the younger players in particular. Have you seen a rise in that over the last few weeks? Yeah, for sure, and especially with Ryder Ritchie, you know, winning the Rookie of the Month that was big for him. I think that gives him even more confidence. And you know, Seth Tansom, he's been playing on the power play, so that's good. And even all the other guys, they've all stepped up. So yeah, they've they've all been great. Landon, really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hey, that's the show. Want to say big thanks to Dustin Forbes, Chris Wall, as well as a Rob Mann for their help this week. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.